female-owned businesses are becoming increasingly popular. Now more than ever, females feel like they can lead companies or even start their own. As a business owner myself, I feel like I can always learn from other women in business. So I wanted to introduce a new portion of Girl Talk. Each Sunday, we'll interview women from several different industries, discussing their passions and how they use their tenacity to chase their dreams. Each woman who dared to take a position of leadership is someone that we can learn from. I encourage you to truly listen to what they're saying because you never know when it can inspire you to become your own entrepreneur. While in college, she was spotted by Ariel International for her unique tack and belts that she had created. She then went on to design four lines of boots and apparel for Ariel International, but that was only the beginning for the founder and CEO of Rodeo Quincy. Quincy Eldridge entered a competition for business plans after her professor encouraged her. However, she had no idea that she'd go on to win the Entrepreneur Organization's Elevator Business Pitch Competition, where she pitched her own company idea. Shortly after, she graduated in 2014 with an agricultural communications degree from Cal Poly. She used her passion and inspiration to launch Rodeo Quincy. Today, you see her designs across the country. I'm excited to chat with Quincy Eldridge of Rodeo Quincy. Well, Quincy, thank you so much for coming on and making time to come on to Girl Talk. Uh, like I said, I've always been inspired by who you are as an entrepreneur and with Rodeo Quincy. So thank you for making time and your busy schedule to come on. Oh, no problem. And I feel the same way about you, Alexis. So I'm honored to chat with you for a bit. Of course. Well, okay, sister, we have been friends for a long time. In fact, I remember you making me one of your first belts. So to see you now, I am so proud of how far you've come. But how did you even come up with the concept of your own company, such as Rodeo Quincy? Yeah, well, it wasn't, I didn't do it all on my own, that's for sure. <laughs> and so a series of events, opportunities sort of came my way. And it's kind of funny because my entire life I've always been like, pretty creative and I kind of had a knack for, for putting stuff together, clothes and stuff like that. But I never actually thought I would make a career out of it someday and it was kind of like other people pushing me um, throughout my life and to make a long story short when I was in college my senior year I still didn't really know what I was going to do at that time I had gotten a really great opportunity to work for Ariat who's one of the leading producers in English and Western wear in the world but even then I still didn't really like believe in myself to think that I could just start my own business and a professor at my college I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo actually entered me in a business pitch competition at school I was taking this entrepreneurship class which I loved and I didn't really want to do it but he just entered me anyways and so I was like okay well I have to take this seriously and so I ended up winning the the business that I pitched was my very own business, uh, Rodeo Quincy, and it was uh, women's like fashion boots. And so I ended up winning that competition, and then I had to go on to Chicago to compete for the national title. Mm -hmm. And still at this time, I was just kind of, you know, I didn't really fully believe in myself or my idea, um, but I worked hard, you know, at the pitch and everything like that. And I went on and actually won the national business pitch competition, and I had all of these people um, congratulating me and telling me, you know, that I could do it, and there was real-life successful entrepreneurs that were judges. Like, I remember one of the judges was um, the Barefoot Wine. Have you seen that? Yes, of course. So, yeah, her and I believe it was her husband, um, 
were successful with that and another guy was a guy on Shark Tank and it was just like to have all of these people kind of believe in me and tell me that I can do it and then I got home and I was the front page of the paper and everybody was congratulating me on my new business and I was like oh crap I can't let everybody down (laughs) you know like I wasn't actually gonna do it but I can't let all these people down (laughs) so yeah and and lucky for me you know I had really supportive parents and um teachers and friends and they were all like you know now's your chance to do it you know you'll you have a bachelor's degree you can always go get a job but now's you know the time to to make it work so so that's how Rodeo Quincy started that's so cool because at the same time you just said that you know you were scared to take the plunge and then someone believed in you and I feel like that's the story of so many people that have their own companies so it makes me yeah. feel very refreshed that someone that has been so successful says that about herself as well oh well thank you yeah but it's pretty funny looking back like I never thought you know I thought I had to go to school to be you know a doctor or a lawyer and school honestly was never really my thing I worked really hard at school and got good grades but it was it did not come easy and sort of where I excelled was just sports if I wouldn't have had that I would have had no confidence you know growing up and I you know had this flair for I love dressing up and fashion and, and art and so I just never really it never really dawned on me that you can combine what you're passionate about and you know what your strengths are and you can you know make a career out of that so I'm just happy that I finally figured that out <laughs> for sure and your style is so different and I think that's why I've always been impressed by you because you don't copy you innovate and in today's time that is so rare so as someone that creates their own line how does it feel when people try to copy your look oh it's yeah I mean it's it's rough because you know you feel like they're not giving you the credit but then again you know it's also flattering, you know, that they like it enough to copy it. So I think it's just important to have thick skin because if I let it really bother me every time I see it, then I would be dwelling on, you know, the negatives and, and I don't want to do that. So I don't blame you. Well, well, especially lately, I don't know if you've seen, but there's these Chinese companies on like Facebook and they're stealing like companies like me, Brit West, Ariat. I've seen they're literally taking our photos and then they're selling stuff for like, you know, something that's marked at $39 on my website. They'll sell it for like $5.99 on their website. And it's just so like that they can do that and get away with it. But I think this like last week I saw something on Facebook where they were doing it to Ariat saying like they're having a big Ariat sale or something. And so they're like going after them. So that's terrible. That's just, yeah, I can't I even imagine, but here's the thing, it's always best to go with the original. That's my opinion exactly. of it. Exactly, like, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, is that the customers out there, they do know, you know, the original from the knockoffs, and so I just try and take it as a compliment that somebody even wants to, to copy us. Oh, for sure. Why wouldn't they? I mean, that's the thing. Like, you're so inspiring, and you're so creative. So how do you create your designs? Does it just come to you? Because I've always been amazed by that. Well, I actually come from a family of, like, very creative people. My mom is super creative, and she actually had her own fashion brand before I was born. Um, And so 
yeah and then my sister the same like their houses are insane and just like they're so creative in whatever they do so I think it's definitely like hereditary (laughs) and when it comes to like me getting inspired for new designs I'm inspired by you know the places we go the lifestyle that my husband and I live and honestly my family members help me a lot like I'll come up with a new design or concept and I'm always running it by my mom or my sister or my sister-in-law even my brother has like a really good eye for fashion like just the other day he texted me a picture of these new like pants and he's like you should come up with some kind of variation of these so it's kind of hilarious because it's definitely a family affair and even in my business um my my little cousin she's an assistant designer for me and she does a lot of um the rodeo quincy designs now Mm -hmm. um that's annie rose yeah. And uh, I use her as one of my models. And then my niece, Lily, she's actually a Rodeo Quincy sales rep for uh, the West Coast uh, territory. And she is a model, too. So it's just fun because I get to incorporate uh, my family, too. So even though it's Rodeo Quincy, it's not it's not just me. There's a lot of people that have helped it grow over the years. It's definitely a family affair, and it's obviously paying off for you, but as a business owner and designer, have you ever created something and it wasn't received well from the consumers like you had hoped for? Oh, yeah, all the time. That's something that goes back to like having thick skin, and um, not everything you do or things that you make, not everybody is going to like, and so you just have to you know, not let that get to you and think of creative ways to sell it. You know, we have some real winners with Radio Quincy certain pieces, but then every once in a while there'll be something that isn't. And then that's when you really got to, you know, get to thinking how, how to go and either revamp it or, you know, maybe style it a different way. That's such a great learning experience though, too, I feel like for a business owner. So as someone that's been in that position, what did you learn from your oops moment in business, I guess? Um, just to like fall, but get back up and keep going, you know, not everything is, is roses every day, but, um, being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, the lows are extremely low, but nothing can beat the highs and that's just part of it. Um, so yeah, it's just being tough. Definitely. And you are definitely tough. So I think seeking a higher power, I would say too, Mm -hmm. like, my I can't do everything and sort of one of my problems is I do try and do a little bit too much of everything but one thing I've learned especially this past year is I've finally starting to uh pass work off you know to others and I don't do everything great I just do you know I can do everything but not fantastic and so now that I've been able to find other people that you know their strengths may be better than mine in a certain area and let them help me with that that's what's really helped grow Rodeo Quincy that's so important too to be organized I don't know how you balance it all yes oh well my husband tells me I could be a lot more organized (laughs) (laughs) well to people on the outside you look like you're killing it sister so keep doing it oh thank you how old were you when you started Rodeo Quincy I was just out of college, so I think I was 23. Wow. Well, as a 23-year-old, who was your mentor in business? 
So my dad, he uh, is an entrepreneur himself. He actually was one of the innovators behind online cattle trading back in the dot-com era in the early 90s. And so I've always looked up to my dad business-wise because he's had businesses he sold and he's just so smart and and then it's kind of neat too because I've always looked up to my mom like fashion wise and growing up my mom always encouraged me to stand out I kind of mentioned how I had trouble in school and it wasn't really my thing well um mom would it's funny because I actually went to private catholic school but I nice. have like a big flower in my hair or crazy socks or like I still stood out and that was just kind of my thing that's always been who I am and kids would kind of make fun of me or people would say things and my mom never once she was just like you know kind of that dare to be different and just encouraged me to stand out and I'm so glad that she did because I would have never gotten you know the opportunities that I did and and Rodeo Quincy would have never came about. But as far as my biggest mentor, both of my parents, uh, my mom sort of on the fashion creative side and my my dad on the business side. And then I also have a sister-in-law that um, works for Ariat um, in the business side of things. And uh, she's also helped me a lot, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that professor that believed in me and entered me in that business pitch competition because I would not have done it on my own, that's for sure. <laughs> well, those people obviously believed in you and it paid off. Um, do you suggest that other young female entrepreneurs find a mentor to help them as well? For sure, definitely. And one thing that's kind of cool is that I found there's more people want that want to see you succeed out there than there are that want to see you fail. And I think it's so important, like I mentioned earlier, to seek help. You know, um, they say sometimes it's not what you know, but who you know. And there's really a lot of truth in that. Um, You can't find out how how to do something. There's always somebody that, you know, will know how. But that being said, there's not always going to be people that support your ideas. Mm -hmm. And that was the same for me. It wasn't, there was a lot of people, too, that were like, kind of, who do you think you are? Straight kid out of college? You think you're just going to go start your business and be successful and, you know, with all these big companies? But I just sort of use that negative energy as fuel to my fire. And that's just what kind of motivated me to, like, prove those people wrong. So so don't be discouraged, even if there are, you know, people that doubt your ideas or doubt you. Well, I know you said you doubted yourself, but I have never doubted you. And I'm sure that you probably look back on yourself as the girl that's just sketching designs. And you're probably amazed at how far you've come. Yeah, no, it is pretty neat, yeah. I honestly, lately, I don't even have as much time to design, like, hands-on like I used to. I literally used to hand-paint stuff. I like <laughs> Because it. I didn't even know how to, like, use a computer. And so, yeah, it's really come a long way. And, yeah, there's definitely been lots of bumps and curves and dips and highs and lows. and But it's all been such a fun, amazing ride. Well, you should be very proud of yourself, Quincy, and I know you said you don't get to design as much anymore, but what advice would you give to the girl that is at home sketching designs that maybe is wondering if she has what it takes to create her own fashion empire? I know you've told us to have tough skin and kind of just roll with the punches, but is there anything that maybe someone said to you that helped you focus on what your worth is? Yeah, I think it was more just uh, 
you know, going places. Like, if there's a young girl that's wanting to design, like, in our Western industry, uh, you know, ask questions. If, if you like Rodeo Quincy or, or if you're into Double D or you're into, you know, even, like, let's see, Miss Macy Boots or, you know, talk to the, the owners of those and ask them questions about, you know, how they started and where they went. Um, if, if a young girl's interested in manufacturing her own product, I'd recommend going to, there's a show in Las Vegas called Magic that they have a few times a year. And there's a center in there called Sourcing. And you can go and there's people from all over the world, like each row is different countries. And you can see uh, what they make and how they make it. And that's just kind of how you get started. That's invaluable device. I mean, that right there is very valuable advice. I think that any girl that's listening and that wants to be in the position that you're in right now can really benefit from this. So thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. So how can people shop Rodeo Quincy? Well, they can come to our booth at the National Finals Rodeo in December. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, we'll be at Cowboy Christmas. Uh, gosh, we're in row 600. Can't think of the exact... Um, number of the booth it did change this year where it was at last year and then we actually have a bigger booth upstairs this year um at cowboy christmas and then they can also go online to rodeoquincy.com and check us out on facebook and instagram well definitely do that if you're listening right now you're gonna love her designs and you're gonna fall more in love with quincy yourself so you're definitely gonna want to support her brand so keep killing it quincy i'm so proud of you and i can't wait to see what you do next Thank you so much. And likewise, can't wait to see what you do next. Join us every Sunday for another interview on Entrepreneur Her, only on Girl Talk.